to another episode of Fat, Sexy, and Single Sisters Over 50. Welcome to another episode. We have Danny and Kate and Elle here tonight, but we also have a special guest, one of our listeners. She's been corresponding with us a little bit about rejection and ghosting. And a lot of us are using the dating apps, but we're soon going to be doing an episode on meeting in person and kind of honing our skills. I can't wait to hear what tips Danny and Shelly have. And um, hopefully our, our guests too, which I'm going to introduce her in just a second. But ladies, welcome. Are you excited to? Talk about rejection. Of course. Well, might as well. Yeah. <laughs> We've all been there, right? Oh, or, yeah. So we're going to welcome our guest tonight, a special listener. She's checking in with us from Maryland. Hello there, Kay. Can you hear us? Hi. I oh. can. Can you yes, hear me? Yes, yes. Welcome. Oh, good. good. Hi, Kay. Hi, Kay. Hi. Welcome, welcome. Kay had some correspondence with us about rejection and ghosting and the whole dating mishaps, I guess. So I asked Kay if she wouldn't mind sharing a couple of examples. And I thought that way we could kind of all share some feedback and maybe explore some thoughts on it. So first, let's start off. If you could just give us a quick background on, you know, how long you've been, uh, you know, divorced or single or how... Have you been dating? How long have you been dating? And that kind of thing. I've been dating forever. No. (laughs) (laughs) I have. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm 61 and um, I have been divorced since I was, well, I asked for a divorce when I was 48 years old. I actually asked for the divorce because I fell very madly in love with someone. Other than your husband. Ah. Yes. Oh. Well, give us some tea on that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the tea was, it was pretty simple. I mean, I just, I met someone because of my work introduced me to this person and all of the cylinders hit and I fell in love and, and it was really nothing happened in, I mean, technically I could say that, you know, it wasn't an affair because nothing happened, but emotionally it wasn't an affair. So yes, you know. Um, so he and I were together for three years and, um, he left me exactly three years after we got together for someone that he worked with who was 10 years younger than me. And when he left me, his reasons were because I didn't appreciate him because all I was concerned about was my money. Um, and you know, a host of other reasons. Oh, wow. It broke, Mm. it broke my little pea picking heart, Mm. but my answer to that was to jump online and find any available man. Yeah. And oh, did you? Oh, okay. (laughs) So you dated a lot. I dated a lot. Okay. Okay. A lot for like, um, for about five years. Oh, okay. Dated a lot. So without going you, into too many of the topics, right, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, okay. So were you dating? I have a question. So after my divorce, you know, I, I didn't, I wasn't ready for a relationship. So I, I went on, you know, so I, so after my divorce, I basically, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't want a, a relationship you know, and I, I just wanted to meet different men and just, you know, have a good time. So I guess my question would be, so in that five years of dating all these men, were you like, I knew I, I didn't want a relationship. 
you know, when I was dating all these, all these men, I just wanted to enjoy meeting new people. Did you, is that the mindset that you were in or were you really, were you dating to look for a relationship? Oh, I was dating to look for my life partner. Okay. Okay. That, that is, that was my sole purpose of dating was to find my life partner. Yes. It it was not about just, you know, testing the waters, seeing who I could meet, like finding all of these amazing and interesting people that I could expand my network with. No, no. It was who I was going to spend the rest of my life with. Okay. All right. So you were, you were, you know, on a little path (laughs) determined to find, to find somebody versus, you know, just being out there and enjoying yourself. Okay. All right. So that was my one question. I, I, I think that that's, you know, that's a really, really valid look at the approach to dating is whether you have the goal of finding your next life partner or whether you're, and, and, and I hate using the words of like, let's just go out and have fun because it's a lot of work to date. It is. But I think that just to glibly slay, say, I'm just going out there to date to just, you know, just date. That's not a good way. I don't feel like that. That's a good representation. You're either. And, and I heard a great terminology yesterday, solo polyamorous, which was interesting because it meant that you could be yourself and date multiple people, have intimate relationships with multiple people and not get tied into um, what societal norms are telling us we have to do. Okay. And that's a little bit of a topic. (laughs) I've heard that polyamorous a lot more this past year, that term. Yeah. I never even heard that term until, I mean, I heard of it or read it in a book, but usually referring to Mormon, I mean, um, what is that one? Religion? Oh, yeah, yeah. The Mormons. That yeah, the Mormon, no, the ones with the multiple wives. That's Mormon. <laughs> is it Mormon? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or sister yeah. wives. Yeah. Like polygamy. yeah. Yeah. Right. Polygamy. So, under the banner so, of heaven. Uh, so forgive us any Mormons who are listening if we get this terminology wrong. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right. <laughs> <laughs> forgive, forgive. Yes, because not I, I have full <laughs> ignorance here. But very interesting. And uh, Danny, do you have some feedback on this? Danny's joining us by, by phone. So I don't know that hopefully she's still I'm here. I'm here. Did you Yeah. hear me? I've got you and just jump in if you need to. So I was listening to Kate had a question before that about Kay's dating and her purpose for dating, which led into the rest of that. And I kind of had, um, had something to add on that front because I think, and I don't know if it's generational, maybe it's not, but I think that for me, when I got divorced, I didn't, I was, I was not in any shape or frame of mind to be in a relationship or to date. Didn't want, Mm -hmm. it wasn't that I was mad at men. I just did not have the energy to even think about what that was like. But at the same time was absolutely frightened of being alone and and didn't really even know what that meant. Mm -hmm. Cause it's not like I hadn't been married three times. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this wasn't like my lifelong partner yeah. here that I was going to, you know, fall apart over that loss, that long loss. But, but at the same time, I was being challenged to date just to date in order to find out who I was and to be able to stand on my own two feet and learn that I it was, that it, I was going to be safe, even if I am alone. Yep. So I think so I think there's a lot of, I think there's more than, I think there's a few reasons that to date, just to be dating 
Some people just don't want a relationship. I think there's yep. a lot of people our age that don't want to get in a relationship. They just want a date to be dating. And it might I even agree. be the same person. But I think I have met more and more people who say, oh, I, I, I do not ever want another person in my house because I like being able to do what I want to do when I want to do it. And I used to think, oh, that sounds terrible. And now I kind of like, get yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Once you have enough of yeah. that exposure to your independence, you're like, this isn't so bad. You know, oh, and when yeah. somebody comes along that interrupts that flow, that that routine and life that you've started to create on your own, it's like, uh oh, they're oh. interloping. <laughs> and that, you know what? That yeah. is, quite frankly, that is an issue. Yeah. That's a tremendous issue because I have been single now for nine years after the relationship that I left my marriage for, right after that ended. And that's when I did a lot of dating in a five-year period. But in this next five years, from age 56 to 61, right. okay, because I am 61. Right, right. Well, you look great, by the way. I don't know yeah, what you, you do to your great. skin, but Absolutely. you look crazy good. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 um, I don't do a lot, right. but I do enough. Yeah, well... <laughs> I, yeah. I think you might have to fill us in, but I don't want to digress from the topic too much here. Okay, exactly. Yeah. So in these last five years, I've I've come to this point of just like Danny was saying, the independence of living on your own. And that's when I just mentioned the solo um polyamorous, mm. where you can have an intimate relationship with someone, but still be solo. And I think that that's something that I would be willing to explore. I don't necessarily want someone to invade my space. I'm I'm building a house. Right. Um, and the house you're in looks beautiful, the, by the way. Oh, thank you. This is this is my neighbor's house. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, that I was able to rent after my house was destroyed by a tornado oh. in 2020. Oh, oh my word. <laughs> Along wow. the Chesapeake Bay, just south of Annapolis. Oh, um, I'm so sorry. And L, you lived near That's right. where I lived That's for right. a while. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'm building this house and I'm like working with the architect and everything. We're designing this gorgeous place and I'm picking all of my color schemes and the color schemes are are like blush and a pale green and (laughs) just all of these things. I'm going, how masculine is that? Why the fuck do I care if it's masculine or not? I'm living there. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Don't forget, stripes can work for everybody. So, you know, (laughs) that's the way I look at it. I'm like, pick the colors, but put some stripes in there. And then you've just kind of neutralized that femininity, if you will. But But like, you know, to get to the point of, you know, the reason why you got brought me on for rejection and ghosting, it's like, I have the ability and the resources to do the things that I want to do when I want to do them, build whatever house I want to build, right. have multiple houses, which I did until last October. Um, and I kind of find that men don't like that. They don't like. Amen, sister. In- intimidated <laughs> by your success, you think? They want somebody um, yeah. more needy? What do you think? What's the reason? I, well, and what age, K do you date in? What age men? Interestingly, when I was down south, I dated I dated a couple of men that were in their 40s. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And they struggled with that? No, the they same didn't way as all. Okay. They right. did not at 
all have a problem with that. I find they're loving it. I find them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The men here on the East coast are like, Oh, Oh no, 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 no. You're not traditional enough. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, have you found a common element in the men that are opposed as compared to the men who would be supportive of that? Like the successful Um, one. That'd be an older set of men. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. You know, I don't, um, even though I had a lot of fun with these couple of men that were in their mid forties, when I was approaching 60, mm-hmm. um, they were wonderful, wonderful men. And I learned a lot from them. We had great, just everything was good about it. Okay. Um, except the longevity of it, because yeah. <laughs> I didn't see any longevity in it. Um, the men that I date that are my own age, and I find my age appropriateness is like 58 to 63. Okay. That's fair. I kind of, I don't like to go out of that range because then I find the commonalities aren't the same. Our children's ages aren't the same. Mm -hmm. You know, I I don't have an interest in dating somebody who has an 11 year old. Uh, No. No. Oh, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> Hell no. No, 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 no. That's not just a no. no. Hell to the no, as Cece would say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Yep. We don't. Yeah. No. But that's, so, that's a fair range. That's a good range. Yeah. So, so I find yeah. that um, the men that are my age, I don't know. I have absolutely no idea. For me, I feel like, you know, even though I feel like I'm youthful and that, you know, I, I still look very good. I'm in in good shape. I'm not a Barbie or anything like that. There's nothing that hasn't, that nothing has been augmented on me. Right. Um, and you guys (laughs) have talked about that before. Yeah. (laughs) And I I love the the honesty that you guys share in this podcast, but I just find that men aren't interested in me at 60 or 61. I find that hard to believe because you're a beautiful woman. So I think it's, it's really, I really, it's just meeting the right ones. Honestly, that's what it is. And you know what, because I, I don't know, we have, you know, as Elle knows, you know, down here in South Florida, we're out and about and we've got some older friends. They would totally be into you. So I think it's just, you're just not meeting the right ones. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Where when you were down south, is that where you spent most of your time? Kay was down south before you moved to Maryland. Oh no, I lived in Maryland, and I kind of did a diversion after. Oh, after my little pick and heart got um, after my pee pick and heart got broken. Yes, I took a couple of years and said I, I I need to go back home, which I thought was home, and it turned out not to be home. I bought. Well, that's uh, good that you did that though. That's so cool. Yeah, I bought. Yeah. The- prestigious home, one of the most prestigious homes in Baton Rouge, not the largest, but location, everything, just amazing, totally renovated it. I'm like going, people are going to be flocking. They're going to just love knowing that this, you know, single woman is living here and can have parties and LSU, blah, blah, blah. And uh, nothing. It was like the birds chirped. Which I'm not surprised because that is the South. And I think men down there are, are, are very more traditional, you know, where, you know, they want to be the provider and take care of the woman and, you know, all right, I'm going to take care of her, you know. So for you, you know, you're, you, you seem like you're a very successful woman. You don't need a man to take care of you. Here, you know what? You need somebody that's on your level or a way above your level. And not to say Baton Rouge doesn't have, you know, successful men, 
but I bet you the pool of men that are very successful as you are, or more so, um, it's very small. Minuscule. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, you know, somebody once told me this, a very close friend, a childhood friend of men for years. He said, Kate, you need to find somebody that has as much to lose as you do. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're a successful woman, it's hard, you know, in this world, basically in, in, in this country, you know, yes, there are very successful people in this, in this, but for the most part, and most people are, you know, pretty average, you know, and, and whatnot. So to find a man that is successful enough as you, or more so to be, to feel like he can take care of you. Yeah. It's going to be hard in Louisiana. Now where you're at now. But Kate, what you, what you're saying is what I, I come up against, like on any, you know, any of the dating apps like match. So I'll look at somebody's profile and it looks like they have a successful career and that they're established and I'll reach out and nothing happens, nothing. But then I'll get, you know, I told this to hell this morning. I said, then I get the toothless wonders. We all have those. Of the of the Annapolis yeah. area that reach out to me and go, Hey babe, <laughs> like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm going to say something. Match is notorious for that because they can send you messages freely. So you don't have to like them first. And that's one of the things I don't like about match is that you can have 5,000 messages or, you know, exaggerating. But yeah, I have found Match to be not, now it's good to look, but almost all the guys and and Kate, would you agree um, on the dating apps? And actually, Kate, maybe you too. I don't think Danny's really on them, but um, would you agree that most of them are on the same ones? So you'll see the same guys on most, uh, a lot of the apps. Yeah. And I like Bumble best. Kate, you like, what do you like best? Bumble's the only one I've used okay. too when yeah. I did it. I mean, I, I like, um, I guess Bumble's probably my favorite, but you know, obviously I use all of them, you know, so, um, I've never had the patience to fill out the match stuff. Yeah. Too many things. I had such bad luck with match and the type of men on there. I literally with, you know, they have a three day window where you can cancel. Oh yeah. I called within that three day window. It was like, uh, yeah, this was pretty not, not going to (laughs) work. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I'm glad to know that. I have a question for you, Kay. Um, on your profile, you are pretty forthright. You, you, are you saying what you're looking for, for one or no? No, because, um, I was raised a good Southern girl. Okay. (laughs) So if you're looking for a piece of physical presence, you're not going to say that, but so you're looking for not necessarily a relationship or do you put don't know yet, or can you phrase it in a way? So that way they know what to anticipate. Oh, you mean on, on match or something? Yeah. On your profile. Oh, I never, ever, ever put like what my expectation is. Okay. So do you describe yourself? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I'm trying to get to the the crux of where things go awry, like the ghosting and all of that. Yeah. Right. So I have a question. Go Danny. Um, in my many hours of listening (laughs) to what makes relationships go wrong between a man and a woman. And, and a part of this is coming from, I've been told that I em, emasculate men. Mm. 
which I had to look up that word because I, I kind of thought I knew what it meant. But then I thought, well, that sounds terrible. I would hate to do that. And it's kind of a tricky word. But one of the things that I think when it, if a man thinks that you are successful and have a certain lifestyle, I think if we don't, I've, I have tried to make myself seem a lot more down to earth than what people expect me to be. Cause I, I actually am down to earth. Um, but I think that people assume that when people first meet me, that I want things differently and maybe more at a, at a higher level than I, than I care about. So we get judged. I guess the, the quick way to say that is I think we get judged yeah. And without mm-hmm. making that clear to people in the early moments of meeting them, um, I think that it's easy to emasculate a man. And I don't care if the only, from a financial perspective, I want to make sure that whoever I meet is at least able to do the things that I like to do without me feeling like I can't do them unless I pay, you know? So I don't care how much money they have, as long as they have enough money, but Mm-hmm. I try to somehow make that known up, not necessarily like you can't do that the first time you talk to somebody, but you know what I mean? Like, are you running into that? Because I do think that, cause you sound like a very independent, um, assertive woman. Well, Danny, I, I have to agree with you hundred percent. One of the things that I hear from almost every single one of my female friends is you intimidate men. Mm-hmm. Look, I will cook them a meal. You know, I mean, I am, as you said, Danny, I'm pretty down to earth. However, my presentation, you know, my first presentation is who I am. You know, I don't wear sweatpants. I don't wear sweatpants out of my house. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's. I, that's okay. The lady in the checkout counter at Harris Teeter today came up to me and said, Oh my God, you look amazing. I'm like, I'm in like 10 year old old Navy cut off jeans, you know, jeans cut off at the hem uh-huh. that I did myself, leopard, like, you know, snakeskin boots and a sweater. And she's like, I said, How am I any different? And she goes, Just the way it's all put together. You're put wow, together. Nice. It's you're put together. You present you present very put together and but why is that a fault? Are why you typically more formal? It is not. No, it's not. It's not but a are fault. you typically more formal? It's not a fault. I think that I'm more reserved. Okay. So when you let um, your guard down a little bit, sometimes you can see that. You know, it's like when you see people with their hands crossed, you're not going to approach them as easily. It's the same right. vibe you're giving off. But go ahead, Kate. I you were gonna add to that. Okay, so I had this experience now. I'm going to ask you this question, Kay, because I've, you know, I've never been to Annapolis, so I don't know Annapolis. I've done some traveling, but not to been to Annapolis. So you should, but yeah, uh, yes, it's on the list. I learned this two ways, basically. Your location of where you live and the pool of men that are in your location are a big key facet of your dating pool and I noticed this one a when my my sister was living in my parents keys house while she was going to school for her fourth degree and you know (laughs) she's living down in the Florida Keys where it's just fishermen and you know uh, I turned my bumble on when I was in the keys last week and go on 
please continue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just for fun. So she, and she, you know, she didn't find anybody obviously while she was living there. And then when I lived in Atlanta for a little while, for a split second, this is what I learned is so Atlanta has a beltway that goes around it, basically. And I knew that once I go outside that beltway, basically my um, selection gets smaller. So I knew that I needed to keep my my radius in my, you know very tight, basically, on the dating apps. So, but I also I learned something when one of my friends he was living in the way he was living out in Cummings, um, Georgia, basically, which is about thirty. 45 minutes, 45 minutes north of Atlanta. And he he would say, I, I can't find any good women out here. And he's highly educated, good looking guy. He's metrosexual. He was on our blah, podcast, right? right? Yes, yeah. he was on our podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that one. <laughs> yeah. And so, and he would set his his location in Buckhead inside yeah. Atlanta yeah. because the dating pool for him was much better. Right. So I'm curious to know what the dating pool is right within maybe, you know, a 10 mile or 20 mile radius of where you live. Well, I will be honest with you. Annapolis is not my hometown. Right. I'm about 45 miles south of Annapolis. Okay. Very rural. Okay. There is no dating pool. So what's your radius? And that's so my radius is um DC, Baltimore, Annapolis. Okay. That's a big one. I all the metro. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because it only takes me, it only takes me 45 minutes to get to Annapolis, 50 minutes to um DC, and then an hour to get to Baltimore. Okay. Wow. So you have a big range. Yeah. The last person I talked to was Baltimore. Okay. Lawyer. Nice looking man. We actually had one date because I kind of pestered him about the date. It took, I met him on match in June uh-huh. when we finally went out for breakfast, brunch in January. Oh, that's too long. Wow. I would have blown that off. You are so patient. Ago. God bless you. It's, I am geographically undesirable. However, I live in, you know, I mean, when my home is built, it will be over a million dollar home. Right. On the bay. Oh, it's on the bay too. Yeah. And it's on the bay. It's not like two blocks from it or, right. you know, like you can see it through the trees. It literally, as you wake wow. up in the morning and you're looking at water. Is, <laughs> is it a thriving, growing place that you think a city might be coming in? Because that's typically. Oh, hell no. Oh, really? Hell oh, you are very no. protected. We will okay. we will forever be the forgotten land. <laughs> you need a retired man. So <laughs> you need a man okay, who's so retired. I, I think that I think that or go back to the younger men. But what happened to the date? After yeah, you met for what happens? What happened? So you- oh, okay. So um, the the brunch continued to coffee because we weren't finished talking. It was really wonderful. I really really enjoyed his company, and I knew that I would. I knew that there would be enough in common. He's a lawyer in Baltimore. And, you know, I knew that I was intelligent enough to keep Mm -hmm. his interest. Exactly. And um, I kind of like stalked him on Facebook. So I knew that his past relationships and the women that he posted, they weren't nearly me. Right. Right. Okay. So so he had a type. Yes. And you weren't. I was above the type. Right. You know? Oh, okay. Um, and he just well he, he broke our he broke our our next date, oh. which is what I provided tickets to a basketball game. <gasps> what was his excuse? 
oh, his excuse was in, you know, I kind of understand this. He is starting with a new law firm that he probably will be the senior partner of. And so he was having to work and they had an assignment for him and he had to get it done. And uh, yeah. And then after that, did you chat anymore? A little bit. Mm -hmm. And when I asked him if he wanted to meet me on President's Day, I think it was February 19th. Yeah. Um, His excuse was he had to be with his daughter to talk with her about an upcoming job interview. And at that point, I mean, I'm smart enough to know. He's being kind. Yeah, he's not. He's just not into me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a good movie, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Have we all seen that? And so that gets back to our topic of rejection and ghosting. Mm -hmm. And how are, you know, how are we, the four of us and, and, and the hundreds and thousands of listeners that listen to you, how do we manage our self-worth during this process? And it's, it's the managing the Mm self-worth. Go ahead, Kate. I never take it personally. Mm -hmm. That's a a great number one tip. I'm with you on that. I concur that. Because he. I have learned through my dating woes and world, there is always a reason. All right. There was a guy here I matched with like two weeks ago or a week ago, whatever. And we're, you know, chit-chatting. And then, you know, a couple of days go by. He, I go out of town. I come back into town. I knew he was going out. So I reached out to him. And then, you know, when I finally could actually sit there and have a texting communication, yeah, now I found out why, why this guy isn't right for me, basically, is he's still married, uh-huh. going through a divorce for two years, yeah. you know? Yeah. Oh, so, Lord. All right. So, so you, ha- you never know. So you can't right. take it personally. So there's people that are like that guy, they're, they're on the apps, but they're not, you know, there to date or, or ready mentally to date, you know, but they think they are, yeah. they think they do. And so this lawyer guy that you went on a date with, who knows? He could have been married. He could have been just out of a relationship. You know, do you background you, you check? never know, you know. Kay, do you do any kind of like little, well, you told me you'll check their Facebooks and stuff like that. Do you go to any greater extent other than that to kind of check and see what's this person about? You don't have to say oh, how. Like, but Right. But I, I try, but I don't pay for anything like, no. you know any of those, any of the services that when you go to, um, you know, like, like the whole background check, yeah, you don't I don't do, do all that. Yeah. No, there's enough public no, information I, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm savvy enough that I can look at someone's go- you know, I can Google somebody and right. find divorce records and I yeah. can find, you know, like lawsuits against them and, and okay. the shit Good. that you just don't want to know about. Right. Right. And you find yeah. out about it and you go, okay, so when they mentioned it in, in conversation, you go, oh, oh wow. wow. <laughs> I am so with you on that because I I find out so much stuff. I mean, of course, look, whoever's listening, benefit from our experience. I don't care if guys are too. I look up their phone number. And a lot of the time people are doing the same thing that we are, which is a VOIP number. It's not you know associated with us. I always use that, uh, my fake number. But yeah, I'm not about to give anybody my real number. I don't need them knowing everything about me until I know more about them. And then you take it from there. You start looking up their pictures and searching those. And you do, you need to find those connections to see, are they married? Are they lying? And now that that Tinder swindler movie is out, I don't know if anybody's seen that 
that, but I recommend it no. um, because that's, you know, that's a real life event, but that, that kind of stuff happens all the time. And how many times we see a guy you know, getting in a yacht or a helicopter or airplane, you think oh. they're probably oh. faking it. I mean, that's what goes through my mind. Like why, and why are there the rest of them selfies? You know, I just feel like there's something askew and right. you just want to verify. So I don't think there's, but I do the same thing, Kay. I'm like, whoa. But going back to the rejection aspect of it, it sounds like if it took that long to get to that first date, it's not something I personally would have waited that long to have. I would have been like right. ruling him out if it's been over. If you don't meet somebody within the first three days, I think we kind of came up with that you know, three to five days because they're going to meet somebody else, period. Because there's always young, hungry girls who are, if nothing else, they're after their wallet or whatever it may be. And it's sad to say that, but it is true. And a lot of these older guys, they get it. They think, oh, look at this hot, hottie patati. They know that that girl is after their wallet, you know, that they think sugar daddy. Well, it's going to happen. So you have to kind of get in there sooner rather than later. And if it's taking more than a week to set something up, it's probably not a good catch. That's my opinion. What do you have? Well, I can tell you, I, I, I don't have any, like I told you the match thing is not for me. Right. Um, because as I said, every person that I reached out to that seemed appropriate for me mm-hmm. would not respond. And then I just get all of the local yokels (laughs) that have absolutely no, I have no interest in someone whose primary profile picture is in a baseball cap. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's not for you. No, Right. So sorry. Or yeah. I'm all about a baseball cap, you know? (laughs) Right. So she saved those for you. You're 10 years younger. If, If my baseball cap guy He's hiding a semi-bald, not bald, because I, I know that one of you, one of the three of you does not like bald, and two of you do okay with bald. <laughs> Danny, Danny does, does not, like and I do fine. <laughs> I kind yeah, of like a bald. I do okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't love a bald unless I know the bald. And yeah. But yeah, one of the most beautiful men I, I ever dated was bald. Beautiful. Okay. I like the bald and beautiful. <laughs> Go ahead, Danny. I, I have a question about, because Kay, you said something that sounded maybe obvious because I'm just an outsider listening in, but you said, I wasn't like any of the, I I was above the women or whatever that I saw in his Facebook feed. And I think that was the answer to your question. If the women that he was already dating and were in his Facebook page post that he didn't bother to take down or not were at a different level, that's who he's comfortable with. That and that's why it took so long for him to decide to finally meet you. And then when he met you, he was like, "Yep, I need. I want. Where where are those other ladies or other women that I dated? Because they're way easier. I don't have to work so hard for them." So we do have to go into a rap mode. I'm going to make this into a part one and part two because I think there's. It was pretty consistent. It was a lot of fun. And Screwball, thank you so much. Screwball with a K and, you know, right. like to have you as a proper sponsor. <laughs> Send it to me. Bring it. Bring me some Screwball things. <laughs> All right, ladies, good night. All of our listeners. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Reach out, sassover50 at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, sassover50. We appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.